live from the Las Vegas Convention Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Market Scale at CES, a live podcast digging into the best of the best at one of the largest trade shows in the world, giving a B2B spin to innovation in consumer electronics. With your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Joining me now in the Market Scale studio, shaking the uh, sand off of his shoes, <laughs> reacclimating to the cold, is Daniel Litwin. That's me. Fresh back from CES in Las Vegas. Daniel, welcome back, man. It's good it's to see you. It's good to be back. Um, not going to lie, the flight back was a little exhausting. We were on the tarmac for like uh, 30 minutes because the gate was filled up with another plane. So It's always the best. Didn't get to bed till like 12.30 after... Two very long days, but hey, you know what? It's just good to be back and good to be, I don't know, promoting this content now that we were able to put together. It was really a whirlwind trip for you guys. You were there for such a short time, got so much done, saw so much stuff. Have you been able to really digest everything that you experienced while you were there? I mean, I've definitely thought a lot about the technology and the people that I've met, and I think what surprised me the most was just the sheer size of the show and the variety of industries that I got to see. I mean, there was a whole section just for eye products. It was just called eye products and there was like, I mean, I'd say 100 plus companies that were just showing their technology that had to do with mobile phones, it was mobile charging, maybe mobile cases, um, mobile connectivity, a lot of cool stuff and, and each section had just a plethora of variety within it. So variety as a show, and then within each industry, just variety on variety. It was um, it was pretty incredible. That's really incredible. Yeah. You, you were there with the express purpose to see things and to report back on what you were seeing and to take pictures and to take videos and to do interviews and all of that stuff. Right. But if you had to estimate, how much of the show do you think you actually saw? Do you think you, you walked past everything? No. Definitely not. I right. can straight up say no. I, I maybe saw 50% of the show, just realistically. Just so much there that you almost just have to prioritize. Like, okay, I'm interested in this, I'm interested in that. Yep. You know, like uh, that's, that's just so wild to me. Exactly. So really, I just had to, I mean, there were more or less three main halls where expos were located, and I just had to make my way through them. And I think I started at the best one. It's Central Hall, so it's gonna have some of the biggest companies. I got to see Samsung City, which I say Samsung City, it literally felt like a small town of content. They had giant black, like obsidian walls covered with um, technology, with wording, with demos for you to test out their new 8K screens, their, um, AI, 8K streaming technology. I mean, that was probably one of my favorites that I saw. Nikon had a giant expo as well. Um, they had some really cool, colorful picture areas where you could sit down and they would basically just snap your picture. Um, and it reminded me a lot of just album art. Honestly, I was like, I should probably take advantage of this for some <laughs> album art for my band, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the the booths were cool, but I got to say the tech itself mm -hmm. and the things that we got to see that tech do were very innovative. Uh, I'd like to highlight uh, Omron, someone we didn't actually get to interview for the podcast, but we interviewed them separately. And what really drew me to their booth was 
I think something that was <laughs> hard to avoid, it was a ping pong playing robot. So this robot would be able to play you in real time what? and typically beat you. That's um, awesome. And its main purpose was to actually teach you how to play ping pong. So it was a tutoring robot. And though it's kind of a silly concept, right? Like who needs a tutoring ping pong robot? The guy I interviewed, his name was Mike Chen uh, from Omron. He told us that that technology was really there to showcase how they're using machine learning mm -hmm. in tangible ways. And they're using that same technology in healthcare, in the automotive industry. Sure. Um, so what I really loved about the show is that even though a lot of it was aimed at the consumer and how are we going to get our tech to excite the consumer, the back end of all the technology is very B2B mm -hmm. and very much transforming industries as a whole. So that was really cool to see. Well, first ping pong, next, who knows what. If, knows? if a robot can learn how to play ping pong, I don't know that there's too much that I got a do. lot of emails about um, a chess robot. I didn't make my way over Ooh. there, but I would have enjoyed that for sure. So you mentioned Omron as kind of being one of the companies that uh, maybe people hadn't heard of before, but they're doing this awesome stuff in this space. But your first two examples were, you know, were Nikon and Samsung, yeah. big companies mm -hmm. people have heard of. Maybe what were some other companies that you hadn't necessarily, weren't on your radar necessarily, but when you saw their booth or experienced what they brought and got to kind of interact with their, their displays, you thought, man, this is a really cool company. I, I'd never heard of this company before, and now all of a sudden it's on your radar. It's right. like these people are doing some cool stuff. Well, I got to say Arcade 1-Up was definitely one. Um, what drew me to their booth was the giant Pac-Man head that they had there, and there were people sitting inside the Pac-Man head, so kind of hard to avoid the waka-waka-waka thing, <laughs> eating people, right? But who, um, who wouldn't be drawn to that? No, no, exactly. And their company is very consumer-focused, mm -hmm. um, they hadn't really broken into any commercial spaces yet, and they'd really barely broken into the market at all. They started hitting retail in October of 2018. So they were fresh, very fresh. I mean, they'd barely been around half a year. And their tech was they licensed classic retro games, compacted them, put them in sleek finishes, and are now offering full like arcade stands okay. for yeah. the consumer to just purchase take to their home, and they're at an affordable price. Cool. So it, it was just really cool as a gamer. I guess I'm not really like a like a hashtag gamer, but I do game, and I do right. like my retro games. Um, you're, and not, you're not crushing Fortnite on the No, rig. unfortunately not. No, I'm still playing Mario Kart on GameCube. So I'm with you. Yeah, my, uh, my favorite part about it was that I think there was a big commercial application there that they hadn't dug into yet and mm -hmm. I brought it up with them and they said yeah that's something that we're looking to do soon um, and it was just cool to see everyone be on the same page that yeah. this kind of cool gaming tech imagine it here at market scale in like a break room yeah. right yeah it's that kind of thing to where you could sell this tech to a Spotify, a market mm -hmm. scale, you know, one of those kind of leading edge companies that is big on company culture and say, hey, we're going to have a whole area just for you to play arcade games when you're taking a mental break. Sure. Um, 
And so that was exciting to see too, and just a cool booth in general. Yeah, for sure. One of the things I've been noticing uh, just as we do podcasts and as we talk about uh, software and tech and what you experienced at CES is that so much of what you see is it's software and tech that applies to another industry that we cover here at MarketScale. You know, right. we, we have 14 different industry verticals, and so we have all of these different industries, and a lot of time there's a lot of overlap. So, you totally. know, we're talking about software and tech for the retail industry, software and tech, you know, for uh, sports and entertainment, for any of our 14 different, you know, industry verticals, I suppose 13 if you take out software and tech. So, True. did you see any... Uh, any one industry that we cover here at MarketScale that maybe had some interesting software and tech that you experienced at CES that you thought, that's interesting content, and it kind of blends a couple of different industries that we cover here. Definitely. I'd say probably retail Mm -hmm. and transportation. Really? There was a whole company there called JD.com, which is a Chinese-based company that claims they are powering the retail of the future. And I got to see them like right as I was heading out for the airport. It was like the last big booth I saw. I really want to get them on a podcast, but the tech they were showing from connected grocery stores to smart shopping carts, it was all very cool. And then transportation technology, obviously, you had companies like Segway, um, you had companies like ones we interviewed on our podcast, FlexFuel and Transitel, Mm -hmm. who are on the leading edge of either developing new transportation like actually new transportation or tech that powers that transportation. So connected sensors, um, hydrogen technology that's cleaning engines and making them more efficient and then giving that data back to consumers or to commercial shippers. Very neat to see how CES really is more than just a software show. It's showing how technology is powering every industry. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I loved it. I really need to go back. Um, and I feel like next time I got to go for the full week because I yeah. need to I need to get everything. Yeah. What's the one thing that you would do differently next year when you go back? Sleep more. <laughs> <laughs> but that only happens when I get to go for a little longer, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, you're not tr- trying to cram <laughs> it all into like 30, a day and a half. Yeah, yeah, 39 and a half crazy hours. Exactly. All right. Well, hey, that's Daniel Litwin. If you missed any of our CES content, we have so many great videos, a live podcast that we recorded there at CES. It was two hours long. Really great stuff that Daniel and the team uh, from MarketScale cranked out while they were there in Las Vegas covering CES. So all of that content can be found on our software and tech vertical page. So go there, make sure you check all of that out and share it around with other industry professionals if you enjoy it, if you think that it's beneficial for other people. And if you weren't there at CES, uh, live through the lens of the market scale team that was Mm. there in Las Vegas. It was pretty great. Very well put. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) We're going to sign off for this one. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode of the Market Scale Software and Technology Podcast soon. But for Tyler Kern and Daniel Litwin, we'll talk again soon. Adios. Adios.